0: The Plotcast Podcast with the Potty Plotters.
1: Well, hello and welcome back to the Potty Plotters Plotcast. I'm Julia. And I'm, I'm Elaine. You're not. You were going to say I'm Elaine. No, no don't. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> but
1: together we're known as the Potty, Potty Plotters. Plotters. Yes. Yeah. And if you've just found us, well, welcome and thank you for joining us. And if you like what you hear, please tell your friends about us.
2: And if you want to get in touch with us, don't forget we have got an Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter account at Pottyplotters.
1: We've also got a website pottyplotters.uk and
2: if you want to write to us you can email us if you like naughtycorner at pottyplotters.uk and one day we'll learn how to say that all together properly won't we without Maybe. a sign telling yeah. us what yeah, to say right, no. yeah that's right I have to write that bit no. down no. well anyway here we are so we're
1: on episode 16 and a gentle reminder that if you like what you've heard then please hit that follow or subscribe button or another button and now it's getting very busy in allotment land. It is. And but today we are going to be
2: talking to you about sweet peas. And we did those in episode two, but by Crikey. They've come on in leaps and bounds because it's the busiest time now on the allotment. And if you are growing your own, don't forget you don't have to have an allotment. You can do this in your garden, you can do it on a balcony, in tubs, you can do things in loads of different places. Yeah. As long as you don't get caught.
1: And if you still want to do your own sweet peas, you can do them. You're not too late. No, no, a no. lot of people will say you're too late now but no we've got a quick fire method to do it so listen to episode two and you'll soon get them started and you'll have some lovely sweet peas this summer
2: you definitely will and the beauty about doing it in that way julia is that they don't take five minutes i lied about five minutes they don't take very long at all to get going so we only did these just a few weeks ago and look at these now so wow. i'm holding up look at this look at the roots coming through the bottom Ooh. of these tubs look Ooh. at that i was looking at your hair actually but <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. Well don't Julia because I'd rather you look at this. What are you looking at me here for? When you Am said I roots, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Sorry. it was all at the same time that I bent over. So now then look at this though. <laughs> That's eh? lovely. Now I've got roots. What happened was after I germinated the seeds like we did in episode two. All I did was, as soon as they popped through, I put them into multipurpose compost, into these plastic um, containers that are called plant pots, actually. It just <laughs> disappeared out my mouth at that time. And here they are, about three inches, I would say, or four inches, and I put five in every one of them. Now, if I was really good at maths, I could do five times six, which is about 30, 30. that I've got in front of me. But these are ready now to be planted out. They're already in multi-purpose compost. Now then, you didn't see what I was up to this morning.
1: Jennifer, no, no. Because were
2: be busy making tea for everybody else up here. But what I did was, I've got a huge tub, and this tub then can go anywhere. It can go on the plot. If you've got a balcony, it can go on the balcony. Or we could give it somebody who's perhaps got a garden. And these will grow tremendously. Now, the beauty about these is that they're dead easy, she says, to get out of this particular container, which are all these plant pots here. And then what I did was I filled the big tub Half up with all smoke.
1: I wondered if you'd yeah, do did. that. Yeah, I did it. Why have you done on. that, Elaine?
2: Well, because I know that the sweet peas like a lot of moisture. They like to be in anything that is cooling, but they do like the moisture, and the all smoke will retain the moisture. So then, what I've done is I've topped up the whole of the thing with multi-purpose compost. So now, what I'm going to do is I'm just going to literally tip out. Just get these. Loosen the sweet peas, and that's what I've done, then tip it upside down, Ooh. And, oh, I say, lovely. I'm going to make a little hole in the bigger tub, which is really hard actually to do <laughs> when you're contained by a table, <laughs> microphones, and wires everywhere. But I have done it, don't worry about me, No, no roots either. Right then, so <laughs> I've put in the first lot And I'm going to carry on doing the rest of them. And then what I'm going to do is I'm going to put some supports in. Now, we all need supports at different times, darling. are these big uh, supports
1: you're going to be putting (laughs) in? They
2: are, but they're not going to be bamboo because sweet peas don't attach themselves to bamboo. It's the netting that goes round the bamboo that they attach themselves to or even string. So anything like apple um, cuttings, they're brilliant. When I say apple cuttings, I mean cuttings off the apple tree. Yeah. So the twigs, they love things like that that are more robust and knobbly anything that they can hang on to that's what they really like and so that's what I'm going to do and then I'm going to take a picture of it and we're going to put it on our social media for people to look at.
1: Listen where are you going to keep that? I'm
2: going to put it at the moment inside the greenhouse I'm going to get them well established so they're out of the way of the mice and then I'm going to put it out on the plot or give it somebody who might like them.
1: Have you got to wait until the frosts? Past before you put Well them they outside. are quite
2: hardy and realistically we haven't got any frost forecast now. You know we're really nearly into May and onwards so
1: no I'm okay with this. Good. Ooh, wait to see them then
0: contact the potty plotters anytime on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram at pottyplotters or email naughty corner at pottyplotters dot uk
1: So Elaine this yeah. week. What? have we been up to?
2: Well I know it's the King's Coronation and all that malarkey but most importantly it's World Naked Gardening Day Mm -hmm. and if there's ever a time on an allotment that you can have some fun this is the one. So anybody who does follow us on our social media channels whether it be Instagram, Facebook or Twitter I know that you'll have seen what we've been up to.
1: Well we've done this for a couple of years haven't we and normally when we see people during this week people run in the opposite direction because you're demanding that they take their clothes off aren't you? I think there's
2: an offence there somewhere but I'm not sure what it is so we'll just ignore it but yes it is funny because it looks like we're naked but actually we're not although Ian did see the back end of us one year which was a bit of a worry he's over on pot three or four I'm not really sure four five or six
1: can you remember that Uh, year that I I went I went kind of international didn't I in a compost bin (laughs) naked and uh, picked up quite a following in the nudist um, community so uh,
2: it is worth it and it is fun and I know that a lot of people do it for charity
1: although what I can't work out is why they do it in May in this country because it's not the warmest time is it but
2: that's what makes it
1: more interesting
0: (laughs) the plotcast podcast with the potty plotters
1: So, Elaine, the next part of this episode, we're going to talk about cabbages. Now, you are brilliant at growing cabbages,
2: Julia. For me, it's a war zone out there. They get right on my nerves because there's so many things that you've got to protect them with. Sometimes I do wonder whether it's worth it, but it is worth it. And we want people to have a go. That's what this is all about.
1: Of course it's worth it. And I like a good hearty dinner. So I like things like cabbages, cauliflowers, broccoli and... Today we're talking about cabbages, and there's a cabbage pretty much for every day of the year that you can grow. That's
2: lovely. I wouldn't be very nice, though, would it? Really, because Julia does have some terrible effects on me. <laughs> <laughs> so if I had cabbage every day, hellfire! It'd be something. It'd be. It would be a war zone. Yes, definitely.
1: <laughs> well, I wasn't intending you to eat it every day, oh, but we right, can get okay. you some charcoal tablets if you like. <laughs> But you can grow that There are spring cabbages, summer cabbages and winter cabbages. Don't know why there's none that's classed as autumn, Mm. but they obviously grow throughout the summer and you can keep them going. So uh, what I've got in front of me, I've got some lovely Calibos cabbages. It's one that I tried last year. It's a sweetheart kind of cabbage, but it's a red cabbage. So, okay so you eat it as a green cabbage yeah would you do be you eaten. eat it as a green okay, cabbage yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's beautiful and um you know it grows. does it stay red when you cook it yes it does oh. yeah it's it's very nice it's quite a, a crunchy uh cabbage that you can use in salads as well if you wanted to so um and like i say I had success with it so i'm going to grow it again next uh, this year and like you say the problem with cabbages with any brassica really the pigeons the birds want it the slugs want them when they're young the uh, cabbage white flies will come and get them so it does take a lot of protection but once you get them to a certain stage and you've covered them over they're absolutely fine and they're not that complicated to grow no
2: definitely not and
1: you know if you've got a neighbor like me who always grows too many you don't need to grow your own do you Elaine not really no but I agree with what you're saying and that's the beauty of
2: uh, an allotment in that we can share all of the things that we Do grow because invariably we grow too many of everything, and then we're able to swap with our neighbours. Yes, that's what it's all about.
1: And and with growing cabbages, you do need a a bit of space. With any brassicas, they do take up quite a bit of room when you're growing them. And my plot is a bit bigger than yours, so there is room for them on my plot. What what are you putting faces at me for?
2: (laughs) you just got to say it, haven't you? Yours is bigger than mine. Well, All yours right. is full of flowers. Oh, well, it is at the minute, but there'll be uh, dahlias coming up in a little while as well. So I yeah. think that uh, I've never eaten. Oh, I have eaten a
1: dahlia. That's another we did, podcast. Didn't Let we, me yeah? tell that you was that. was interesting. Yes. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Anyway, cabbages. <laughs> cabbages. So you do need to make sure that you've got the correct spacing. And it's always important, we always say to people, Make sure that you know the variety of things that you grow in, because that will determine the spacing. Because of course, if you grow uh, a big, solid, round-headed cabbage, you're going to need more space than if you grow a sweetheart cabbage. So, have cabbage. you planned where you're going to put yours? Uh, yes, on the plot.
2: Well, I knew it was going to be on the plot, <laughs> Julia. Give me credit. So, whereabouts on the plot? So you've got lots of space already yes. sorted
1: for it. Yeah. Okay. And I'll be growing these on the no-dig side okay. of the plot. Um, but it's only because I've not got uh, room on the other side the main thing is that they've got moisture and they like a firm ground like any of the brassicas they like a firm ground to be grown into now one thing I would say with anybody who's growing cabbages or any kind of brassicas look at this we've probably got about 3,000 seeds now we've got Uh, 250 cabbage seeds in here. Now, I like cabbages, but I know that if I plant even 12 at the same time, I'm going to get 12 cabbages ready at the same time. I don't want that. So, the important thing is that when you're sowing the seeds, only sow enough for what you think you can realistically eat within a certain time frame. So, within about a month, you know, how many cabbages are you realistically going to That's eat? That's like a competition. <laughs> how many cabbages
2: can you eat? It's like Guinness that Book World That could of actually make out, a telly program, couldn't it? That would be dead funny. Yeah. Yeah, but no, I don't yeah. want to join.
1: So it. I would hazard that I would probably eat about six within a month. We've got a lot of cabbage eaters in the family, and <laughs> uh, but what I will do is I will sow extra um, seeds just in case one or two of them don't come up. So okay. I'll probably sow about ten seeds. And we've just got the tray of multi-purpose compost as we normally have. It's a recycled tray, three quarters of the way full with compost. I've got the uh, cabbage seeds here. They're very small, they're almost like the size of poppy well, they seeds. Are, aren't they? Yeah. And I'm just going to space them out in the tray. I'm going to space them about an inch apart. And the reason I'm doing that is so that when we come to prick them out later on, it's easy to get the root system out and I'm not going to be breaking root system and I'm going to plant about 10 of these seeds and then what I will have is probably they'll probably all 10 of them come up to be honest with you but if even if I get extras then I'll just pass them on because I don't want more than six at a time so then you'll keep
2: them in the greenhouse keep them in
1: the greenhouse till they've grown on and then we'll prick them out I'll slowly harden them off although by the time these are ready to go out it'll probably be warm enough and then i'll plant them on the plot and we'll talk about how we cover them and protect them from all the beasties that want them
2: well julia that was commendable i mean you're so neat and tidy with everything and i have um watched you yeah. i think i think i've just watched you plant those cabbages on top of the beetroot that you've just done so what would you get if you crossed a cabbage with a
1: beetroot <laughs> put them in the same one you daft bat <laughs> the, the others are soaking in the <laughs> oh, tray these sorry. ones are separate i don't know what you'd get <laughs> i mean this is a red cabbage anyway so i'm gonna end up with a red cabbage but uh, no pay attention <laughs> i'll go for a lie down
0: contact the potty plotters anytime on facebook twitter and instagram at pottyplotters or email Corner at pottyplotters.uk
2: So, Julia, we ask people all the time about uh, if you've got any questions or contact us and blah, 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 blah. Well, Richard has actually contacted me. Oh, yes. He certainly has. And he said, why are my cabbages leggy?
1: Well, that sounds like a problem of too much heat to me. Yeah, definitely. That sounds yeah. Like, because really, cabbages and brassicas don't need any excess heat. So if you've been putting them on your windowsill underneath your radiator too much and also they're they're kind of obviously leaning towards the window to look for the the sun so just move them outside real, to slow them down if they've gone too leggy and i mean really thin and spindly chuck them away and start again some people will bury them up to then to the the leaves i just start all over again because and it is worth it, this, isn't it well there's no point in having a compromised plant you want a strong plant when you start off with there's enough challenges out there when you're planting and growing things so have a healthy plant to start off with don't put Something that's on its knees in before you even start. So Richard, if you can find the
2: knees of your brassicas, what I would suggest is that you <laughs> remove them, <laughs> sort them out, and start all over again. It's a singing thing. I can't help it.
0: <laughs> Hints and tips for shortcuts to success. The Potty Plotter's Podcast.
2: Julie, you just mentioned about um, the light. Now at the moment we've got the longest days that are coming up, and they're absolutely full of light, which is brilliant for all of our plants. Yeah any hints and tips about that for our
1: seedlings yeah well a lot of people will grow on windowsills because they've not got any greenhouse or any other facilities to grow and what will happen is they'll notice that the plants bend towards the sunshine out the window so all you need to do is rotate your uh, tray or your plant pot every every day uh, that's what i do turn it yeah, every day and it just gets it to train the other way yeah. and eventually it kind of straightens itself but it is out. a funny
2: thing because i think it's the most exercise you know when people talk about all this steps and all that oh, thing yeah. well what i do is i actually walk in and out of every room and turn all of the plant pots and all of the trays every day that's how i get my steps in
1: you're good aren't you?
2: well yeah but there's about only 34 of them but that's not bad <laughs> is it really
1: how does that equate to that chocolate biscuit you've just know. done <laughs> <laughs> who cares and in the next episode, we'll be planting parsnips into your plot.
2: We certainly will. I'm so excited. I mean, I love and adore. There's not a lot I don't love and adore, no. really. You like I don't eating, like don't you? Yeah, I love it. Yeah, anything to do with food, drink, anything like that, I really love. But we are, yeah, we're going back to the parsnips. And you will be amazed as to how
1: big they've already grown, actually. Yeah. And I'll be planting the leeks onto the plot that we did in episode six, because they're a nice size now, so I want to get them into my plot. And there's a knack as to how to plant leeks properly
2: and not everybody knows that. No. Until then, bye from us.
0: The Plotcast Podcast with the Potty Plotters is an Amberland Media production.